Welcome to the Make an Execute Crew podcast, the link between research, practice, and theory for those interested in the activities youth are involved with during non-school hours. The Make an Execute Crew podcast is produced by Case for Kids, a division of Harris County Department of Education, and I'm your host, Mike Wilson. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing some students who are working with the mayor of Houston as part of a youth advisory council. And they are beginning a podcast of their own uh, to actually give some youth voice and let people in the Houston community know exactly what it is that their peers, colleagues, students are thinking about. So uh, this is going to be a really exciting interview. For me, I'm, I'm interested myself to hear youth voice and uh, having the opportunity to have that in action is, is really exciting. So um, if y'all get a chance, can you introduce yourself, your name, what school you go to, and a brief hobby or things that you, you like doing? Hi, my name is Matthew Jung. I am 17 and I'm currently a junior at the Kinder High School for the Performing and Visual Arts. Uh, some things that I'm interested in is history, public policy, and philosophy. Hi, so my name is Sadvi. I am 16 and I'm a junior at Tombow Memorial High School. And so in school, I'm really uh, passionate about health equity, which is why I'm taking a lot of science classes. And I'm also part of the clinicals program at school. Outside of school, I participate in things like speech and debate, UNICEF, and I also do Taekwondo. Hi, I'm Angel. I am 17 years old and I am a senior at North Houston Early College High School. My hobbies include making stickers, doing arts, um, doing crafts with my Cricut and graphic design for fun. Well, welcome. Uh, like I said, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. One, being a part of the group that you're with, and then secondly, your ideas for the podcast. First, I want to start off with, hey, how did you get involved with the local city government and be a member of this Youth Advisory Council? And then secondly, what motivated y'all to come up with your own podcast? So first off, um, I happen to like work a lot in journalism. Like, for example, uh, I run... I help run my school newspaper and some of the other community newspapers in Houston and also have uh, my own separate podcast. And doing these activities in journalism has kind of really helped me to see the impact that information delivery can have in the community. It just, it can just bring us a lot closer together and it can share valuable information like educational material and whatnot to people that might really need it. And because of like, the big boom like that podcast I've had like in the current years, um, I was very interested when I first heard that this program was going to start um, doing a podcast. And so I thought this would be a great way to share our mission and what we were doing with the Houston public. And I also wanted to use my passion in journalism and podcasting towards this goal. Why do you think it's important for young people like yourselves to be involved in civic engagement and have a voice? Right. So I think it's really important for younger people to be involved in civic engagement because as a lot of people say, today's youth is tomorrow's leaders. So by having today's youth be a part of these conversations regarding issues that are affecting us now and that will be affecting us in the future, I think is really important because inevitably it's going to be affecting us. And additionally, by having youth participate in civic engagement, it allows the younger generation to become stronger leaders and feel more empowered and more importantly it allows us to feel like our issues are being conveyed and addressed yeah to add on to that i also want to say that 
um, the youth nowadays have a very specific experience that they've grown up with. Um, like the context of today's history is completely different from all the ages that have come before it. So they have a unique perspective that wouldn't probably occur to someone else's generation. And by engaging in civic engagement early, they can kind of share their perspective and develop these sort of leadership skills and share their thoughts and what they have to contribute to the community early on. A lot of times, and it's definitely a, a, a misperception, but a lot of adults think that your age group don't really care about what's going on. I just want to social media and, you know, hang out with your friends and stuff like that. But you definitely are involved with uh, what's happening in the city of Houston. What would you say to other youth your age to encourage them to get involved in their local city government? Firstly, I would encourage other youth to actively engage in their communities. It's really important to identify the flaws and find ways to address these issues. Now, this could involve improving damaged parks that need help or funding, assisting homeless shelters, or responding to calls for action from those in their communities. Most importantly, don't be discouraged by your age because with time and effort, your involvement can lead to meaningful innovation. For example, I never imagined that as a sophomore in high school, right after the COVID pandemic, I would become part of an organization with such a huge impact in our city. Initially, I had quite a bit of trouble finding the right avenue to make a positive impact. Despite this, I applied to the Child Friendly Cities Initiative Youth Council program. And however, since I rarely checked my email, I assumed I hadn't been accepted. And to my surprise, I eventually discovered an acceptance email from the program. And since then, it has been quite a roller coaster ride. What would you say you've learned about yourself since being involved in this project? I think I've learned about the power of my voice and the impact of my input in the city of Houston. As youth, we often underestimate the significance of our accomplishments. And for me, it felt surreal starting with the Child Friendly Cities Initiative and now advancing to being a city of Houston youth ambassador for our city. I think I've learned about the power of my voice and the impact of my input in the city of Houston. As youth, we often underestimate the significance of our accomplishments. What advice would you give other teens your age regarding having the confidence to make a change in their community? Um, I would say that anyone can really make a change in a community, and it doesn't really take a lot. Any step you take and at the end cause like some amount of difference, no matter how small it is. Um, as it, like as people say, like a little bit is better than nothing. And starting small, especially with things that you're actually interested in, things that you're actually passionate about, is a good way to make sure that you're actually being genuine with your efforts. Like for example, if you're really interested in cooking and cooking is your hobby, then you can you know spend like a couple hours during the weekend making food for the homeless at like a soup kitchen or at like one of the homeless shelters downtown. Like I also work at the food bank sometimes, a Houston food bank, and I volunteer with my friends because it's like a pretty fun way to just hang out and just chill. But at the same time, we're also, you know, using our time to make sure that other people are getting help, you know, with the food that they need. Uh, it's about whatever impact that you can make over time instead of having a big shot right away in one step. Okay, so um, what is your perspective of the future regarding the next generation of young people who are following your path? What advice would you give them in regards to being involved in, um, local government and school affairs, even at home, telling their parents what are the things that they need. I would say that um, it's never too late to start and you want to be able to start as soon as possible. You know, it's the same thing in most businesses, like uh, somebody's already probably started on it. And, you know, 
if you're if you want you want to find something that you're interested in at something that you're good at and you want to get started in it too that way you can build up on your skills uh build up on your experiences and just actually start to explore what you're good at and take that to the next level and it also helps a lot because uh so many people want to help like for example in this program you know we have laura who's been like a great mentor to us all there's always going to be somebody out there who wants to help like uh, help uh give you the experience that you want help give you like the feedback that you need and just making use of that mentorship and um, goodwill that people uh, give you can take you like a really far away. From my brief interaction with you guys, y'all sound like some very awesome individuals. Um, what are your future plans? What are some of the things you want to do as you continue to go through the educational process, off to college, and then life after that? Well, for me, recently, I've been getting a lot into history and philosophy. Um, I've been trying to get into writing like acad academia, like writing papers for like journals for history and philosophy. And I really wanted to use that uh, passion into something that's more concrete than um, just academics. So I was thinking about going somewhat into public policy, like using my knowledge of history and public policy to kind of identify like issues in the past that have like influenced like politics and policies of today and helping like rectify uh, some like errors that might have occurred or changes that we need to make today. So similarly, I've been getting into like writing a lot of papers and research, but mine is regarding like um, health and also like molecular biology and stuff. So career wise, I really want to become a doctor. So in terms of college, I'm looking to go into pre-med. Outside of my career, um, like I stated earlier, I'm really passionate about health um, inequity. So creating an or organization or helping advocate for policies um, so that all kids and all individuals have proper access to health is something that I'm really passionate about. Outside of like my career goals and health inequity, I'm um, I'm really involved with Taekwondo. So I'm really hoping to you know start competing internationally and do a little bit more involved in that as well. My future plans are to graduate with my associate's degree in arts along with my high school diploma and attend the University of Texas at Austin to pursue a bachelor's of science in education focusing on youth and community studies. I hope to become a teacher and bridge the gap between the privileged students and those that are living in marginalized communities, as I believe everyone deserves the same opportunities in life. Wow, uh, y'all definitely make me feel getting older a lot better, knowing that there'll be some young people like you uh, running, running things in the future. Speaking of future, if you had the opportunity to add additional resources for your age group, be it playgrounds, be it, you know, um, libraries, whatever, what would be some things that you think your age group would appreciate having access to that they currently don't have? Right, I think it's really important for more groups to have access to things like college admission centers or organizations that help people propel them for like careers that they're interested in. I think having access to education or opportunities for certain jobs can help marginalized communities break um, the cycle of generational poverty and it also helps them, you know, uh, create some sort of financial stability within their household and also within themselves as an individual. So by having organizations that help um, students find scholarships or license in like certain jobs, I think I think it can really help them in terms of having a stable future for them and for their family. 
outside of like jobs and career or jobs and education, I think it's really important to offer mental health facilities or counselors at schools, along with rehab organizations or um, different organizations that help with mental health for students. Have you started doing the podcast yet? It's been launched for a year now, but we haven't released the second series of it. Okay. And so how do people get access to it? If they want to listen to youth and what you guys have to say, because this this brief brief conversation, you have a lot to say. And it's it's, it's some really good advice that hopefully adults and people who have decision-making possibilities will actually heed and listen to. So what's the best way to get in touch with your podcast? So our first season is out, everyone. You can find the Another Step for You podcast in both YouTube and Spotify. You can always search up Another Step for You on your web and just find our resources below the Mayor's Office of Education tabs. Well, guys, I really appreciate um, you taking some time. I know it's a school holiday for you. Some of us have to work, but uh, I do thank you for taking some time on your day off and uh talking to me and sharing what you guys are up to i really do appreciate it it was nice speaking to you as well yeah thank you for being here yeah thank you for having us in your space and to my listeners i want to thank you for joining me for this episode of the making that school cool podcast where we actually had young people sharing their voice their ideas and projects they're currently working on Please join me for this episode as well as future episodes as we continue to explore the activities young people are interested in.